Podbooks with Anita S. J. Asmi, not the end. Chronicles, Chapter Thirty One. Since Bhai was staying back at the farmhouse this weekend, I and Didi stayed up late talking. When we came to discuss Astha's outburst, we also happened to talk about Anand. Didi didn't like my praising the way he had handled the situation. If he had shown even half of such good sense in handling issues with Priyanka, I would have agreed with you on his wisdom. He is absolutely useless, you know. Maybe he was just trying to imitate Jayan today to impress you, Asmi. Oh, Didi, don't be so opinionated. I said casually. How much do you know her? Some people they can never act responsibly, and he is one such. What did he think he can teach Asta how to behave? He himself has set wrong examples for her, staying out till late, partying, drinking. Not just that, you know, Asmi, Priyanka and he, they would have been behind bars in a hit and run case, or at least in a drink and drive case. They almost killed someone. It was Jayanth who got them out of trouble in the middle of the night. She muttered, "People change, don't they?" I said it with conviction from my personal experience with Puneet from wanting to kill me to his willingness to die to keep me happy wasn't that a complete u-turn but I couldn't tell this to my didi look let me warn you asmi i can't bear to see you suffer like last time don't you go soft on him once again she said somehow she understood the disenchantment that had carved its way deep into my heart didi please no way Please I am very happy with the way my life is. Prince and I that's my world and I can live with Puneet's memories. Please let us talk about something else. I was flailing but it was not anger just helpless frustration that shook me like a dried leaf. We ended up talking about children mostly prince before calling it a night. The next day Sunday Preeti made plans for visiting the Valkeshwar Jain temple. Anand was going to take all of us. When Atya suggested I take the seat next to him in the front to make Prince comfortable, so much for staying away. I thought I had rough time managing my fidgety Prince. He tried to play with the music system. When stopped, he tried to shut and open the windows. He found it funny to pull my hair until it made me cry out in pain. When stopped, he struggled to slide down my lap. Didi and Atya expressed their wish to visit Lalbagh Ganpati. Anand didn't seem to like the idea. Preeti pleaded and said teasingly, "If this was not in the plan, we would have taken the driver along." Anand, can't you even take us for blessings when we wish to go? If Bhai was here, we would not have asked you to take us. Please, you have fooled me into this. See, it is not safe. The place is overcrowded. Prince and Lovely are too young. I am not comfortable taking this responsibility. No and no he said firmly Atya pleaded Jayanta had promised to take Asmi to Lalbagh Raja but he had to sort out some factory issues please Anand she won't be able to come back often he could not stick to his no we went for the VIP queue but it got crowded when we reached the idol where they merged all queues The priests were busy with their routine taking the trays full of offerings to the idol giving back something as prasad devotional offering consisting of food shared among devotees and rushing the devotees towards exit Anand asked Preeti to lead the queue followed by the elder children 
then didi i with prince followed by atya then he himself followed with lovely i was worried about getting prince out of this crowded place safely he had been crying loudly since a long time now for just a few seconds we all had a chance to barely touch our foreheads on the lord's feet for his blessings as soon as we came out anand offered to carry prince as i clearly needed help he ordered atya to hold lovely's hand and start walking i had willingly handed scared and howling prince over to anand pulling back a napkin he was holding this made him cry louder i then used the end of the napkin to fervently wipe out the red color on my forehead lot of auspicious kumkum was at the idol's feet some of the red color was transferred from the lord's feet on our foreheads i had been careful about my conduct as a widow though i did not understand why our tradition expected a woman to punish herself for the death of her husband and i did not comprehend why an educated woman like me allowed to be treated like this i was almost in tears of frustration when i saw didi walking back through the crowd to reach me anand had by now taken prince out for fresh air and thankfully he had stopped crying during the drive to malabar hill for the jain temple prince was quiet but my anger over the red on my forehead was boiling within me the anger directed again towards puneet for leaving me behind to be tortured into submission by the society didi was telling atya about how unthinkingly the priest put it on my forehead anand seemed anxious about the traffic only later we came to know the agitation he felt was for the silly traditions being followed mom when the priest gives us flowers or coconut back as blessing we thank god assuming the priest was only doing god's bidding then why the auspicious kumkum shouldn't be taken positively why fuss about it he asked hmm yes atya agreed preeti encouraged by this comment added yes of course it should be taken as a sign to disregard the colorless life and accept colors as me i did not answer but i did shot a tearful look his way sort of thanking him for understanding my state of distress i hated my white attire now it came out as a sign of meekness i was sad for having to choose white to deny myself even such basic freedom was it not wrong to take away from someone all the colors in her world for no fault of hers we visited the calm and old jain temple at valkeshwar some kind of peace and tranquil still existed in this old temple situated in one of the busiest cities of the world I especially liked to visit the goddess Padmavati idol upstairs. I was here after a very long time, I realized. When Lovely saw the idol of the goddess dressed up in bright colors, she kept staring at the goddess. Anand asked her curiously, "Do you remember seeing her?" She put across a question as his answer. "Who is she?" Not knowing how to explain goddess to his 17-month-old Lovely, He answered, "Mother, ma, mom, I want to take her home." She said all excited. Atya and I looked at each other, mouths agape, sat by her response. He tried to convince her by saying, "She is everybody's mother. She can't come only to your house." But she insisted, "I want her to come. I want her. Papa, I want mama." Anand didn't know how to console her. I myself found it difficult to hold back my tears. 
her crying amplified in the quiet serene temple he took her out of the place and told atya that he will be waiting in the car only atya and i had witnessed lovely's weird demands as didi preeti and the children were still downstairs it was tough distracting lovely she was clinging to anant in a way no one could tear her away atya took the front seat with lovely and i got to shift behind atya promised her that she will get her mother home and only this made lovely agree to let him drive we stopped by to carry french fries from mcdonald's before heading for the marine drive preeti anant and all the children decided to take a walk while i didi and atya preferred to sit down watching the arabian sea with prince astha seemed to enjoy with her younger siblings perhaps forgetting all about yesterday's desire to grow up before her age preeti and anant were talking as though they were discussing something serious but the next moment she hugged his arm lovingly all the kids gathered around to see them laughing lovely wanted to hug her papa as she saw preeti doing it she was possessive about anant in a good way astha too held his other arm to mean she was not angry about his scolding rishab and parth were literally hanging like monkeys on his arms we came back almost dinner time bhai was back he and mama were discussing business mama still kept himself updated about the happenings in the office as well as the factory rishab asked daddy why didn't you take us to the farmhouse why did you go alone bhai answered next time when prince grows up we'll all go i promise this reminded me it was time for me and prince to leave this wednesday was a g's 13 day ritual i wondered how bhai had promised to take prince along when he didn't even know whether i would come back to mumbai asmi not the end chronicles by anita sj to be continued